Hey guys, welcome to the Emetophobia Podcast. This is Casey. Today I just wanted to touch on how keeping yourself a little more healthy can definitely help out with your emetophobia. So, a while back, it was probably like maybe three years ago or so, I remember waking up one morning and just feeling like absolute shit. And I was just like, dude, this just does not feel right. I feel just terrible and I did not want to feel that way anymore. So... I started to kind of look at all the things I was doing during the day and and look at what I've been doing over the past few years before then and and just kind of making a list of my daily tasks and what I was doing. And what I came up with was I was eating terribly and if if at all, I mean sometimes I just wouldn't eat and I wasn't sleeping worth a shit at all. I was maybe going to bed at like 2 or 3 in the morning and waking back up at like 8 in the morning and just, you know, taking naps throughout the day and just no real sleep schedule whatsoever and I wasn't following any of my passions I wasn't really doing anything that made me feel good about myself Um, I was just in a really depressed mood all the time and and uh, at that point in my life I was really I I had a lot of suicidal thoughts and I know that some of us with the metaphobia we kind of get to this point where we just kind of feel lost in life and like we have no purpose anymore and it's just we feel like a metaphobia is the only thing we can think about and it just kind of defines our life after a while and and it just, it's just really sad. And I, I don't want anybody to ever feel that way again. Um, so I made that list of all the things, and I think you should do that too. Just make a list of all the things you do during the day. And, and just be, be very specific. Write down everything you do. And then look back on it and, and look at where you can improve on certain things in your life. Um, and the first thing I started with was my sleep. Because when I didn't get enough sleep, I would be just the most irritable mess during the day and I wouldn't be able to think straight and it would it would further excel my anxiety to a point where it was just uncontrollable so um, the first thing I did was my sleep and I know it can be really hard to sleep with emetophobia because um, you're constantly thinking about um, getting sick or being nauseous and usually when you try to go to bed you get nauseous and start thinking about things and it just gets scary Um, so I started listening to podcasts when I go to sleep and I know the Apple Podcasts app has a uh, a timer on it for up to an hour, I believe. So there's like increments of like 15 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, and then it will shut off. So I would either put my headphones in or I would just let it play next to my bed and I would listen to um, this podcast called Sleep With Me. And it's a guy with a really calm voice who just kind of talks to you about nonsense for an hour and it just helps you go to sleep. So I did that at the start. It was still hard. I mean, it, it took me a while to get back on a sleep schedule. I started taking melatonin again, which was nice. It was just kind of a way to um, make myself so tired that I kind of had to go to sleep. There was just no other option but to go to sleep. I'd just pass right out. And um, I also, I like to drink a lot of water before, not before I go to bed, but a couple hours before and make sure that I use the bathroom before I go to bed, obviously. Um, So you're not waking up at three in the morning having to piss really bad. But so, because the water just helps with digestion. It makes your stomach feel better. And uh, I don't know. It's just water for me is like one of those lifeline things that just makes me feel good all the time. And um, also, it's just like having a comfortable bed. I always wake up and make my bed. I, I, I like to make my bed in the morning and make sure that it's all ready for me when I go to bed so it just doesn't feel all hectic and like have a bunch of clothes all over the bed or something. It's just kind of like it's ready for me. I can pop my blankets up. I can go to bed right away and, and lay down. And some nights I'd have to hop on a game on my phone for a while and hang out and just kind of get rid of the nausea and... Um, try to get rid of the day and all those those nasty thoughts that you think about and stuff. And 
so that was number one. Sleep was a big deal. And once I started getting more sleep, I really did feel a lot better. And once I got into a sleep schedule, um, like nowadays, I go to sleep usually around 10, 11 o'clock at night. And I wake back up at 6 o'clock a.m. every single day. And it just, it's like a, you know, everyday thing. I like that. And it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I got enough sleep. I can feel alive in the morning. I don't feel all groggy and crappy in the morning. So that was step one. Step two was my food. Um, I was shopping mostly at like dollar stores and, and save a lot and like really just low end stores and buying like these really terrible meals. I was obviously broke at the time. I didn't have a job or I, or I was working in fast food or something and just eating terribly no matter where I went. And uh, so I started implementing more fruits and vegetables. And I know food is also a problem with emetophobia and it's hard to eat new things. But uh, I just slowly... Um, instead of like changing my entire diet in one day, I just slowly added on like, okay, today I'm going to have some peaches or then the next day I had some celery and peanut butter for a snack or like I just kind of switched out certain snacks with healthier uh, alternatives. Uh, and, and that over time really started to help me out with my nausea and making me feel sick. I had a lot more energy. I wasn't eating candy all the time and just like trying to like drown my uh, anxiety and emetophobia with like sugar and, and energy drinks and caffeine and stuff. And I still have a little bit of a coffee and caffeine addiction, but not nearly as bad as I used to be. Because like without sleeping all the time, you felt like you just had to drink caffeine all the time to keep yourself awake and it just was very unhealthy. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, trying new foods. And it doesn't mean you have to like cook up a really fancy meal every night and have these really expensive extravagant meals. Just switch out one or two things a day with some healthier alternatives and it, it will really make a difference over time. And uh, it will also help with your own like physical appearance and it'll make you feel better about yourself for sure. So uh, food was a big deal. And then my passions. So uh, I kind of got out of tune with everything that I loved in life because the emetophobia made me feel so scared to go outside and do things again. So I made myself just once a week, I had to go skateboarding, even if it was in my driveway. Like I had to go outside, hop on my skateboard and do that because that's one of my big passions in life. I love skateboarding. I love doing like not extreme sports, but I like doing some certain kinds of like riding bikes and uh, going on like awesome walks in like the really tall mountains in the woods and stuff, just finding cool things to do. And so I really started getting into that and getting more into my, uh, my passions and the things that I love to do. And over time, it started to get a lot easier. I started to ride my bike a lot more and get outside and just enjoy the outside. And yeah, some days it would be super difficult and I'd have to just kind of give up, go inside, chill out for a while, calm myself down and have a panic attack or like something would happen or it'd just be a scary situation. So uh, it took me some time for sure, but I got there. And once you start following your passions, your passions start to take over a little more than the emetophobia does. And then over time, it really starts to become like your main focus is I want to get this stuff done. And nowadays... Uh, my passions are, I like cannabis. I've been really into cannabis. I've been kind of a cannabis activist and enthusiast for a long time now. And uh, it's something I absolutely love doing. I like growing cannabis. I'm in a legal state in Michigan, so um, it's it's not as frowned upon as it used to be. And we can have our legal 12 plants here. It's one of the best uh, legal systems as far as cannabis goes in the United States. Um, and it, it's just, it's cool. Michigan growers are some of the best people I've ever met in my life. And uh, it's just one of my passions. Currently, I've had to take a little break from growing for legal reasons because I'm currently on probation for some stuff that happened a while back. I might touch on that story here in a couple uh, episodes or something, but we'll see. Uh, and after I, I figured out my passions and the things I loved again and really got back into that, um, just kind of taking my life and looking at the things that were making my anxiety worse. Like uh, I had to cut some people out of my life that I really just couldn't handle being in my life anymore that were kind of dragging me down and, and not making me feel better about myself. They were just making it worse telling me to just get over it or just quit being a pussy and go outside like 
that kind of stuff, when you say that to people with emetophobia, it just makes us worse. It makes us feel like we're crazy and uh, that we have nobody out there that's going to help us out and no support. And that's just not something that I was looking for. So, and I know it's hard to cut people out of your life, especially really good friends, but if it's going to better yourself and, and, and help you with your anxiety and your recovery, maybe that's something you need to look at doing because um, although it may be hard, it could be the thing that helps you uh, recover from the emetophobia. So definitely something to look into. And uh, another big thing was challenging myself. I wasn't challenging myself anymore, and I've always been a person who really likes doing that. And I feel like if I'm not challenging myself all the time, I feel like I'm just kind of wasting my time, you know? And laying around in my bed on, on games on my phone all day and trying to hide from my emetophobia was just making everything unbearable to the point where I felt so useless in the world and like I couldn't do anything that I wanted to do anymore. And I just, I'm just the kind of person that I'm not going to allow myself to do that for very long. I mean, yeah, it did take me over and it was very difficult, but over the years, I just started to kind of push myself as hard as I possibly could because I am not going to let this take over my life. And I don't think you should either because you're way, 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 way worth it in this world. And I mean, the world is a better place with you in it. So to hide away in your room, you're, you're taking things away from the world that need to be there, and that's yourself. You need to be out in the world and, and be doing the things you love to do because the more you get out and do the things you love, um, the more you're going to inspire other people to do the things they love as well. So uh, it just makes you feel like you're useful. And once you get that useful feeling back and you feel like you're worth it, um, everything becomes so much easier and you have like a purpose again. And I, like I said, it takes a long time and it is very difficult, but once I started to get that, that feeling back, it just kind of like, I don't know, the emetophobia just started to become not a big deal anymore to me. It was like, hey, you know, fuck that stuff. That's not something I need to think about anymore. I need to really focus on the things I love and getting my life back on track because that is the main focus and my happiness is also the main focus. And I was so sad and lonely and depressed and just, I felt like nobody gave a shit about me. Um, but I kind of switched my mindset over the years and I just said, I don't really care if people give a shit about me. I need to give a shit about myself. And I wasn't anymore. I, I totally let all that stuff go. And it's just been an amazing last couple of years of recovery. And I'm at the point now where I'm extremely happy again. And that's kind of why I made this podcast and started reaching out to people with emetophobia and trying to help them out. Because I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I, I have the authority to say, you can get over this and you can overcome your emetophobia. Um, but it's all up to you. You can't be blaming other people and reaching out to other people all the time. You got to really focus on yourself first. And you can have the support, yes, the support is very good for you and talking about your, your problems and your feelings and everything is very good, but it's always about focusing on yourself first and getting yourself back on track and getting your self-worth, self-happiness all back before you go out and start um, uh, trying to get the support you need because, I mean, your self-happiness is so important and without that, it's just, it's so worthless, you know what I mean? It just, you feel like you're just lost in life and I, it's just the worst feeling I've ever felt, so... Yes, try to sleep better, get, get back on a sleep schedule again, no matter what it takes, if it takes turning your phone off at night or put your headphones in, listen to music, some lo-fi or something and chill out. If you need to talk to a friend before bed and just, uh, just kind of rant for a little while before you go to sleep, definitely a good idea too. So also eating better, eat, eat, just try not to take the, the cheap, um, you know, crappier, sugary, disgusting options and just switch those out with a couple of good things per day and, and then eventually kind of just weed out the things that make you feel sick and start eating more of those things that make you feel better and and I think when we initially get a metaphobia what happens is we we get those safe foods and the safe foods are usually not the healthiest foods in the world 
Um, so then we just kind of get in this vicious cycle of eating our safe foods, feeling like shit all the time, and then not wanting to eat new foods because you think they're going to make you sick. So then you go back to those safe foods again, and then it's a rinse and repeat for a while. And it's just not good. It's really not good for your body. It's not good for your health. And uh, getting your life back on track and getting those routines back. Routines are good for you. They really are. Having your life as a chaotic mess all the time, just it's very hard to, um, uh, to keep up with that. And once you can get everything back on track again and, and feel better about yourself in a, better, in, in a healthy way, um, it gets, everything's become so much easier and your mindset gets different and, and you start changing the way you think about things. And, uh, another big thing too, is just growing up, man, like getting older in life and, and realizing that like, this is not my life. Emetophobia is not me. It is just a part of me. Yes, but it does not define my entire life. It's something that I now have to deal with and I have to face head on and it's a very huge problem, but it's just not something that needs to hold us back in life from the things that we love doing because that's the most important thing in life is, is a purpose, you know, having a purpose. So, yes, get, back, get your life back on track. Find yourself happiness again. Really put forth the effort. Your homework for today is try to go to sleep early tonight. Try to go to sleep as early as you can. Get a lot of sleep tonight. Really sleep as good as you can. Wake up refreshed in the morning and get right out of bed and go take a shower. Just do it. I know it's hard, but just just do it. You can do it. I know you can. It is possible. You're not alone in this. It's something that a lot of people do deal with, but you got to take it upon yourself to change this. You know what I mean? It's, it's really up to you, and you can do it. I know you can. So that's your homework for today. Get some good sleep tonight. Whatever you need to do to do that, get some good sleep. All right. This has been the Emetophobia Podcast. If you want to reach out to me, you can reach me over at the Instagram at the Emetophobia Podcast. You can reach me at theemetophobiapodcast at gmail.com or we have a Facebook group called Emetophobia Community and a website called emetophobias.com. So go check me out on any of those and our podcast is now on all platforms so you should be able to find me anywhere you look. Um, I made sure to go to every single podcasting platform's website and sign up with my podcast So I, and I've got emails back with confirmation that they're on all of the platforms. So if you find one that I'm not on and you can't find me on there, let me know. DM me. Tell me, hey, I can't find you on this one. I'll work my best to get myself on there. So um, I really appreciate all the support and all the love, guys. Hopefully, I'm going to have somebody new on the podcast here very soon. So look out for that one. And uh, you guys have a wonderful evening. And be happy. I promise you it's possible. Be as happy as you can. Find yourself happiness again. All right. Have a good night.